It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Postcast. The Jazz beat the world champion Cleveland Cavaliers 100-92. The fans are funneling out as we record this. The music's still playing. People are in a great mood. Welcome to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. David Locke along with Ron Boone. And the Jazz win it tonight 100-92 over the Cavaliers. Ron, what jumps out to you? Well, what jumped out at me is the way the Jazz were able to answer in that third quarter. Don't forget the Cleveland Cavaliers made a run that was unbelievable. I'm sure you have the numbers there. And it looked like they had a momentum going downhill, forcing the, the Jazz now to make some substitutions and make some adjustments before they come back. Jazz, third quarter was the quarter I think people are going to be talking about before this one. Jazz led this game at the half. They were in control of the game at the half by the score of 56-41. to 41, And the Cavaliers went on a 17-0 run to take control of the game. LeBron was unbelievable. And from there... The Jazz then took the next step uh, and answered on a 16-0 run of their own. The Cavs answered on a 6-0 run, and you didn't know what was going to happen. The Jazz regained control, held control of the game in the fourth quarter, showed a lot of lot of mental fortitude. Yeah, that showed a lot of character in, in this basketball team and, and the fact that they wanted to win because LeBron went 5-for-9, 3-for-5 in the three-point line for 13 points in, in, in that third period. Brought them back. They actually took the lead. Then they, for about two points or something like that, took a two-point lead, and then... Quinn Snyder calls a timeout, and the Jazz got rolling again and, and answered. Gordon Hayward, another spectacular game with 28 points. Played 37 minutes tonight. I mean, if you were talking about George Hill, the amount of minutes that he uh, was getting tired, hey, 36 and a half minutes. So he can rest tomorrow, David. All right, so the Jazz tonight came, and there's so many angles to this game. Super performances, guys stepping up. But the coaching staff really had a marvelous game plan tonight. They came out. They had different sequences and different, I don't want to get into too many specifics here, but they had different pick-and-roll coverages and different things they were doing. Uh, really incredibly detailed stuff that they asked the players to deal with tonight, and they answered the bell. I mean, we knew the plan, and they I'd say they blew it maybe two or three times all night, which in 100 possessions is remarkable. It, it That's what Quinn Snyder wants out of a basketball team. It, it, that's remarkable, and I'll tell you why, David, is because usually when you come up with, with – three different defensive plans uh, and, and things that you have to recognize like, you know, off the pass, you know, that's when you're in the playoffs and you have two or three days to prepare for one team. I mean, they had a walkthrough I mean, this this evening at five at 4.30, so it wasn't much of a, a, a well, it wasn't much time, you know, to really, really prepare, so it was a remarkable job for them that they was able to come out and do it, get that done. And the other end was the offensive game plan was incredible as well tonight as Mike Wells really the, here's the point of the game where it changes it's 35-33 Jazz by two and Quinn Snyder in the second quarter goes small he brings Joe Ingles in 
They play a center, either go bear favors with four shooters. And Mike Wells said to us at halftime, they're trapping the ball. So we set the pick with our big, and then if we can move it out of that trap, we're outside four shooters, we're going to get looks. And they got good looks. For the, they got looks for the rest of the ball game uh, with that system and with that approach. Yeah, the good looks we're talking about, Trey Lyles got a chance to get going. Rodney Hood got a chance to get going. Trey Lyles had a pretty good ball game in 17 minutes, 4 for 11. He made a couple of big threes for 12 points. He also had five rebounds, and this is something they've been wanting him to do a lot more. He had three of those coming on the offensive class. But the fourth quarter, the Jazz were able to hold on to another run that was made there by the uh, by the Cavaliers. I'll get, only getting outscored there by one. But the three-point field shooting tonight, I thought, was so key because those were the shots that the Jazz, for the most part, those were the open shots that the Jazz that the Jazz were getting. 13 for 34 from the three-point line. LeBron takes over the third quarter. Gordon he has 10, 13 points in the quarter. And on the run where the Jazz went back, it was Gordon Hayward who had the 12 points to answer. It's got to be a big moment for G to be in that matchup and matching up with LeBron and making those plays. Yeah, anytime you can, you know, you, there's that measuring stick, David. And, and I'm sure Gordon has one. You know, we all had one. Uh, uh, when you're playing against guys, you know, of, of the caliber of LeBron James. And, and LeBron was defending him on some occasions. And so you actually want to take it to him when you can. You know, he knocked down a couple of threes there, of, of, at least well, two threes in that third period. That was huge. The final one, there was one play late in the game I just wanted to point out because you hear Quinn Snyder say things and people say things and you wonder, well, what do they really mean by that? Quinn's been talking about, hey, we just we need the point guard. Of, you know, we, what, we always ask him, like, well, what does George Hill bring? Composure, collectiveness. So all night long, the Jazz have been playing, as we talked about, offensively off the pick and roll. And the Cavaliers are trapping the pick and roll. And the Jazz are going off the pick, bringing the pick and roll to the ball, or bringing the trap to the ball, and then moving the ball out of it. On the kind of last gas possession for the Cavaliers, they set the pick. George Hill takes one step like he has all night long, reverses direction. Kyrie Irving is now saying, oops, grabs him. George goes in this time and made one of two free throws. But it just showed me... What's the difference between having a George Hill on the floor, someone who's never been in that circumstance before, the calmness, the collectiveness, the thinking through the process that George did in that position? Well, absolutely very important. We, so many times, David, the key position, and probably the most important position on the floor, is the point guard position. Not only does he have to be athletic, uh, know the offense, know the defense, but he needs to make decisions out there on the floor. And, and uh, it, it, that's what you get out of George Hill. I mean, he makes the decisions. He gets the job done. He's, he, and once he gets his legs underneath him, I, and you said he got a little tired tonight. He played 36 minutes. Maybe he did. But once he gets to the point where he's not tired, you know, and, um, I don't know what, what Quinn, how Quinn's going to substitute it. It wasn't me that said he was tired, by the way. Somebody else said it. Yeah, it was you, Dave. <laughs> okay. Final one. We cannot, we'd be remiss if we didn't give Joe Ingles some love. He changed the game defensively with how he played LeBron. Yeah, he, he really did. Joe, um, he just quietly plays the game, and he plays it the right way. He seems to make some big plays at times. I'm starting to struggle a little bit with the three-point shot, but he's, my advice is to keep shooting him, just like Rodney Hood, just keep shooting him. You know, you go through spells where you where you can't find the basket, then you might have one of those hot spells where the whole month you just you're knocking down everything. You can. But whatever the case, you just feel like you have to help the team in some kind of way. 
Joe's now starting to play some pretty good defense. And, and at six foot eight, you know, sometimes Quinn Snyder feels like he doesn't have a choice. He has to play him, you know, but he's getting it done. He's playing the guard. Sometimes he's playing the four man or the three. I mean, he's, he's been pretty versatile here as of late. And you mentioned Rodney Hood. He was great. Ten fourth quarter points tonight to lead the Jazz in that fourth quarter, finished with 18, and we just talk about experience. I'm going to go back to a year ago. He's in Minnesota. He has a terrible game, a terrible game. And afterwards, he breaks out of it, has a great January. We go back and he said, you know what, I got as low as I can ever get, and I'm never going to get that low again. And he, he didn't. He, he's been through a t- terrible slump again. He got through it. He's, if you've been out of a slump once, you can get out of a slump a second time. And I'll tell you something else. Quinn Snyder has his back. You know, when I was doing TV down there, he was selling Rodney Hood. Keep shooting. Rodney Hood, that's your shot. Shoot it. You know, he just keeps encouraging. The, he knows, and he's been around basketball long enough that, you know, you have spells like this, and he knows Rodney Hood's a much better bat- shooter anyway than what you get it. Key play of the night. He threw a call to play for Rodney Hood for a corner three that he nailed late in the game. Incredible work by everyone involved. A huge win for the Jazz against the world champs. 192. Have a good night and be safe. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter, so it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.